0: It's a Modern Figures podcast hosted by Dr. Jeremy Wasem and
1: Dr. Kyla McMullen, where we are elevating the voices of black women in computing to inspire the next generation of the advanced technology workforce.
0: This podcast exists to highlight the stories of black women in computing, to inspire high schoolers and the young at heart, and to dispel the myths and preconceptions about black women in computing this
1: podcast wouldn't be possible without our sponsors. This season is generously supported by NCWIT and CRAWP. The National Center for Women and Information Technology, or NCWIT, is a nonprofit community that convenes, equips, and unites change leader organizations to increase the influential and meaningful participation of girls and women in technology.
0: And the Computing Research Association's Committee on Widening Participation in Computing, or CRAWP, endeavors to increase the success and participation of underrepresented groups in computing research and education at all levels. Today we have Dr. Karina Lyles with us, and I'm so excited that we finally made this work because this has been like months in the making for us to get her on the show. Really years, honestly. <laughs> right. Um, so let's just go ahead and go through her intro and we'll talk about how we got connected. So Dr. Lyles is from Bennettsville, South Carolina, and she is currently the director of the Social Technologies and Robotics Lab, or the STAR Lab. Um, in 2017, she joined the Department of Mathematics and Computing at Claflin University, and that's where she is today. But before she got there, she did a bachelor's in science in computer science from Spelman. Um, her master's in education in educational technology master's of engineering, computer science and engineering, and her PhD in computer science and engineering at the University of South Carolina. Uh, her research areas include robotics, educational robotics, and artificial intelligence. She launched a STEM truck in her hometown of Bennettville South Carolina, with the goal to expose, educate, and engage students and adults, um, providing equal access to STEM activities. She has worked for companies like Pacific Northwest National Labs, AT&T, Merrill Lynch, and served as a research and statistical analyst uh, at Northeastern Technical College, and has served as an adjunct professor there in the past. And she's also served as a STEM consultant for K-12 school districts. So welcome, Dr. Lyles, to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm
1: so
2: excited. (laughs)
0: Okay, so for those of you who are unfamiliar with Dr. Lyles, I'm sorry for you, because she is full of joy. Like, she just radiates positivity, and I remember mm-hmm. meeting her in Atlanta at a National Society of Blacks and Computing Conference. We got paired as roomies, we so she my is my forever roomie. Oh, I didn't yes. know that. Yes. Yeah,
2: She cool. was the nicest roommate ever. She Aww. left the light on for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, because some of us like to spend time outdoors doing things <laughs> in the nighttime, and that is not me. I'd be asleep. 10 o'clock in the bed. Yeah. I that's know that's that me now.
1: Uh-oh. Yeah.
0: The night in life was never, I was never about that life.
1: Man, why?
0: It's I know.
1: We got to drag her out once, Kyla. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think I've seen Jeremy outside at night one time, <laughs> and I think it's because she had multiple naps.
0: Mm, that sounds accurate, actually. All right, we'll get I'm not naps, a napper. And then we'll
1: mm-hmm. we'll get out. Yes, yes. We'll get Good luck. Sister. That's all I'm gonna say. I think Good it started luck. off as dinner, and it was like, "Hey, we're gonna go down the street." That's <laughs> so how you get it. A little bit, of- I'm sure
0: I found a way to disappear.
2: No, but you went out with way. us when we were when I came to Gainesville. Did she go out with us?
1: Oh, yeah. I did you go? I did you go home? I'm trying to. That. Did you disappear? My house? I know she, I know you came to my house. I don't, yeah, did you disappear when everybody went downtown?
0: Maybe, I feel like you
1: did. <laughs> See, it all comes out.
0: It all comes out.
2: Wow. One day it comes to light. Wow. Okay.
0: I I just, it's always been who I am. I don't hide it. So that's you know, okay. It's, you always
1: know, so like that you is do. one thing that I definitely miss though about, you know, having these gatherings, you know, the fact that, you know, we can get together. We may not see each other all the time. We might, you know, catch up through email or, um, you know, mm-hmm. different messaging but like seeing each other in person and getting a chance to actually know your colleagues like as humans and not mm-hmm. just people on an email that is definitely something that I that I miss but like during these events you know we got to see you in all of your wonderfulness in all Mm -hmm. of your accolades here but I'm curious like you know all the things that you've done did you like know growing up that this was an area you wanted to go into
2: absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) in fact I didn't so computers were my thing so I was always doing, I remember we, my mom bought us a computer and I just begged her, can I, can I put it together? Can I put it together? And she finally let me put it together. I didn't know what I was doing, but for some mm. reason I felt like I could do it. So from there, I became that person. This is when everybody was wearing the gateways.
1: Oh. I became that
2: person who would literally go to people's houses and connect their computers and like my dad would drive me mm-hmm. and I'd make like a couple of dollars. Like it was a whole thing. <laughs> and so- I knew something was there and then I would do like, I was the one who like set up our internet with those little AOL discs, like anything <laughs> for our house to be full of technology. I was the one like making it happen some way or somehow calling my sister. Mm-hmm. She was in college on the computer and yeah. she's like, what, how do I hear y'all? And so <laughs> little stuff like that would happen. And then my little sister, she is, She's 22, so she's way younger than me. She came, like, way after us. And I made, like, this PowerPoint, but I took advantage of, like, the animations and the triggers, and I made it into a game. And she literally learned her colors and her shapes. And I'm like, there's got to be something out there. There's got to be. And I remember my mom had a cousin, and he actually saw it in me, but he threw me, like, this Big textbook and was like, "Oh, you should read this. You'll be making money in years." <laughs> I'm like, "I'm not reading a textbook." Like,
1: how oh. old were you when he gave you this? Textbook? I was
2: in high school. Like, no. I was like ninth, tenth grade. No, it, no. it was it just yeah. His approach was not appealing at all, and I was like, "He's crazy. I'm not doing it." And and I didn't. And so I went living my regular life, and I was gonna be a biology major because everybody okay. kept saying. You're smart. You should be a doctor. Mm. That's like literally what everybody would tell me. So I went into college majoring in biology and I got there and I found this world of computer science. And I called my mom like, Mom, change my major. no, no, sorry. Mom, can I change my major? <laughs> <laughs> <You're really sorry. laughs>
1: I had to
0: ask permission to change your major. I, you know, Let I, me go ahead and I did, right because I did not talk to my mother that right. I had forgot right. I was. I got a little grown real quick for
2: a minute, but that's not how it went down. Yes, I asked permission.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> and so from there, it was up. It was up from there. And it's it really just kind of started everything that I do now, which is scary because it's like, uh, I almost missed that.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: then it's also amazing because it's like, no, divine intervention put me where I needed to be. And I remember going into my very first computer science course and the instructor, Professor Kirsten, she said, she told the students or us, she was like, I don't care if you guys already know how to program, you're going to learn. We're going through the textbook. You're going to, we're going to learn more than just coding. You got, you got to know more. And I'm looking around like, how would anybody already know how to code? Like, <laughs> I thought this was the first class and I like checked my schedule. Like maybe I'm in the wrong class. <laughs> no, these people were getting it. In grade school,
1: yeah. So I you had didn't do no special, clue special like programs or camps or anything.
2: Not none. Not at all. Wow. Not wow. never.
1: No, that's wow. how I felt too. I was like, oh, so y'all just know this. And yeah.
2: what am I here for? <laughs> right. Then I'm like, man, I would have been a
1: beast had yeah, I known you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I still. So. Go back and think that. I'm like, if I had this in the ninth grade or even the seventh grade, like. It would have been crazy. I might even be here right now. I don't
0: know. I did JavaScript in middle school. I'm jealous. And I I, I still don't like coding. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a pendulum. Everybody has a preference, right? That's not my preference. So. Here we are. That's why I get to talk to y'all and not have to do the work.
2: (laughs) Well, you were exposed and you were able to make an informed decision.
0: That's true. Mm -hmm. I made a choice. You didn't have a choice. And I think that's not... It's not right. Something's missing. It's, not, it's scary.
1: Yeah, And people are more so pushing you towards the you're smart, be a doctor, you're smart kind of route. I feel like, you know, sometimes when you don't know other career paths, like adults will push you towards like things like, okay, I know you got to be smart to be a doctor, to be a lawyer, you know, all these different right. things. It's like, let's, let's uh, widen there, that. There are other, yeah. yeah,
2: there are other avenues. And then I remember my, one of my good girlfriends in college, she was a biology major. Her stuff looked so boring to me. Like, I was like, there's no way I could have done this. And I'm just looking like, I'm, we were both geeking out because I'm reading my book. I'm all excited. She's reading her book and I'm looking like, ew, that that doesn't look fun.
1: So that would have been yeah. you if you had continued on that, medical. That would have been miserable. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. So when you got to Spelman, when did you change your major uh, like, to computer science?
2: Literally before I even registered for classes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you yeah. knew
1: early, early. I knew
2: early, early, but what it okay. did was because I didn't have computer science on my application, I did miss out on the summer experience mm. that also got some students ahead. So mm. because I was biology, so I didn't even show up on their radars.
1: Got it. Got it. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Like how people switching into engineering, you know, majors, you know, that, how that can, there'll be specialized programs, but not everyone will be, you know, right. I didn't even think about that. Okay. So when you got to Spelman and did computer science, you said, all right, I know I'm gonna be a grad student one day. So like what led you to want to do research and go to That
2: definitely (laughs) is not how it went. (laughs) Not And I know
0: we've talked about this a little bit, like you, and who who am I thinking of? I can see her face. You know who I'm talking about. Who? You got to finish the sentence. Her, min- her mentee. Diara. De- oh, yeah. De- Era. De- Era. De- Era. Yeah. So you and Diera De- have like similar stories about having oh, yeah. a mentor influence that trajectory. So I'd love yeah. to hear more about it.
2: Yeah. Well, I what I did was I, I was doing research at Spelman. So... I was on spellbots Spellbots. Um, we had just started this robotics team. It, and that's what got me into robotics. Um, mm-hmm. But that was super fun. Then I was doing some other research projects. Wait, wait, of, wait.
1: You can't glaze over <laughs> Spellbots. Can you please tell these folks, number one, Sorry. what Spellbots is and yes. y'all's national accolade, international accolades. Thank yes. you. <laughs> so Spellbots
2: was Spellman College's robotics team. And we were the first. Dr. Andrew Williams, he, he started the... Um, the group and we were the inaugural group and it went on for, I think it's still going on now. So there've been teams after us, but we, we competed in Osaka, Japan. And so we were the first all female, all African-American undergraduate group to compete uh, internationally at this level. And then we also had the U S cup that was at Georgia Tech. So we competed there and we, we got a lot of national attention um, for, for the work that we were doing. And we were, didn't know what we were doing actually.
1: <laughs> These are black women doing robotics. Like
2: it, Yes, it was, yeah. it was crazy because you can imagine being in that space. I remember it being like this huge, 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 like maybe like a gym or something like this big room and everybody was in there and everybody was extremely serious. And we were serious too, but it's just a different vibe. You guys know how we are versus mm-hmm. others. And so they were like, wasn't changing their clothes for like three days, and oh my God, like, okay, um all right, <laughs> so it it was intense and and so, but everybody was really nice because the um we were in the Robo Cup, and the the big goal of it was, I mean, although it was a competition, it still was collaborative, so we were there to learn from each other, so that was really nice. I actually also was a referee, so they had to have so many people from each team to ref referee the game. And the robots, you know, your lighting has to be good. Everything has to be perfect for, or you can't have these changes in between once you calibrate. And so I remember in the middle of competition, I missed and knocked the lights off during the game. Oh, I think no. I kicked like a power strip with something. It was crazy. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, my bad. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. It, it was recovered. quick. Yeah, yeah, I recovered, but that was Definitely experience. I remember my family because we were in Atlanta. My family's in Bennett'sville, so it's about four and a half hours, five hours away. They literally
1: can you explain what the RoboCup is for people yes. who have never seen it? Yes,
2: yes. So, RoboCup is this huge competition, a soccer competition, but it's all with robots. And so, there were different types of leagues. We were in the four legged league, so we had the robot dogs and they play mm. soccer teams four to four, but then they also had like simulation leagues, a little league um they also had like some other like activities so competitions like they had like a search and rescue those kinds of things but the whole goal was that in so many years that these humanoid robots would be able to play the national team i don't know much about soccer wow. and and beat them um i don't even think That's we're terrifying. at our market Yes, yeah, crazy <laughs> oh yeah. no
0: no we're not there we're definitely not there thank <laughs> you god you don't need to be like, we, yeah, no. Can we, we
1: just exercise? Like, can we just have some?
0: Apparently not. Can That's we just, right just, oh my right.
1: gosh. <laughs> no, robots. <laughs> they they want to oh. play soccer. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah, so
2: and it's so crazy to watch them because it's almost. I mean, well, you guys know. Um, it's like they're thinking on their own, and it's it's really fun because they end up having these personalities, um, or at I least know. it appears that way. From right. you know, but it's it's crazy. Um, seeing some of the things that the robots could do.
0: Okay. So you did these ridiculous competitions, ridiculous in that, like, I don't think most gra- undergraduate students had the opportunity to do things like this, like travel abroad, you know, cross state lines and compete unless you're involved in these types of student organizations. So that's super cool. But like, were you already in research? Like, what what did that look like?
2: Um, no, this was, Spellbox was actually my first uh, exposure or piece of research that I've done. So like the work that we were doing was our research project, um, me and my teammates. Oh. And so we I started there and it was mm, maybe like the end of my freshman year, if I can recall. Mm-hmm. So it started super early because we went off to compete sophomore year. Um, wow. But we had started working prior to that time
0: so what kind of things are you researching for spellbots at that time
2: <laughs> let's start with trying to get the robot to see the ball <laughs> 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 Apparently, that was important <laughs>
3: Very important. Second, yeah. <laughs>
2: apparently that was important so we had like um a couple of things we were doing so one was trying to find the ball and then just programming different robots to do different things so like the goalie of course had a different role than some of the other robots, but then also moving the robots to the right position. I remember it probably took me all night to figure out how to get the robot to walk from one side of the goal to this perfect spot on the field. Mm. But I felt so accomplished. (laughs) And literally (laughs) one night. Yes. A night. Like we're not talking. It was crazy.
1: Wow.
2: Right. And then I just remember hearing like some other like teams were talking about how, Oh yeah. So, you know, we're, um, the robots that were doing like some supervised learning. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> we're not there yet, but it's really cool now to be able to make that connection to say, oh, that's what they were doing uh, way back when. So we were doing just really, and then also in the middle of trying to like get the robot to do these tasks, still learning and understanding how to even program the robot and what that meant. So that was, that was all like, part of the
1: research experience what language were you programming the robot in do you remember <laughs> that was a long <laughs> time ago <laughs> she's like i don't know a, was, yeah, it, was, it like a, was it like a language you had learned in class or was it something you needed to like learn specifically for this research project
2: it was specifically for the research well i mm. see i don't mm, that's a good i i have no idea like that's i do remember question. we well, had some
0: framework i mean this was like Ages. Years ago. We'll call it years yeah. ago because <laughs> yeah. we need to age, age you in the podcast. But yeah, yeah. I, I completely understand not remembering anything. Like I was having a conversation the other day with someone about like calculus. You know, I teach freshmen. So <laughs> they're talking to me about calculus and like some integration formula oh, they were gosh. using. So, oh, oh, do you remember yes. like LaPaz transformation or something like that? I'm like, I don't no not at all (laughs) i remembered it long enough for the test that's what i remembered exactly Mm -hmm. anyways um yeah i i definitely think it's cool that you had like it's like this practical experience but also like you're you're learning skills that are transferable yeah definitely
1: and it's sneaky so, because it's like hey yeah, we're going to give you this fun trip this fun activity
0: oh by the way you're doing research you got to do yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly is there oh, like a man. report that you're working on like um you-
2: well i we did do a technical report okay um we did do I, uh, yeah we did one i do remember that and then we were do I remember I would go to different conferences to present and like literally I didn't have to find my conferences I'd get an email like oh you're going to like I remember yeah. there was a conference in like set, the day before my birthday and I get this email in August and they're like oh you're going to Puerto Rico to present at this conference and come pick up your check for your yeah. per diem and I'm like Okay. okay, that's <laughs> why I'm spending my
1: birthday. Right? Was this so, something that Dr. Williams had like orchestrated for you all, or uh,
2: no, it was just different. It was throughout the department, really. Okay. Mm-hmm. but because I was working on that, that was always what I presented on. Mm-hmm. So, and that just pretty much um carried me through my matriculation at Spelman in terms of research, um, and I did some other projects as well. So I got into some bioinformatics. Um, that was pretty exciting and kind of opened me up to some like medical applications to computer mm. science. But we, we got a lot of attention also with the college um, because our president um, Dr. Tatum at the time, she, this was one of her fundraising now, um, approaches. So like we were on a Christmas card and oh, wow. we were magazine and we were on CNN and it just, yeah, it was, it was a really, really, really fun time. Really nice time. And all we did was took the robot to her and had it dance.
1: Oh, <laughs> she She's was hooked. like sold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Robot, go dance for money. Let me stop. That's- right. <laughs> well, when you think about it, Tyler, love- <laughs> that's where I AI, it. AI is going. Hey, think about it, it like that. It. That's where AI is going with these humanoids. I'm just saying. No, it's not. You heard it here. Okay. Bro. I've seen some happen. So, <laughs> okay.
0: okay. You did your research, and mm-hmm. did somebody just like bring up the prospect of getting a PhD or a master's degree to you at some point? Like, were you in programs that exposed you to graduate school or did you just decide I'm going to be Dr. Lyles and I'm, Mm -hmm. I got to follow this path to get there. Okay. No,
2: <laughs> not quite. I don't know if someone, I'm pretty sure someone did. Cause I remember Dr. Lawrence was always helping me with like my, okay. So what I was, I was like, Oh, I just need, I'm a Virgo. So I need to cover all my bases. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to prepare for graduate school and for the workforce. Cause I don't know what I want to do. So I was like doing both at the same time in terms of preparation. Mm-hmm. I remember talking to Dr. Lawrence about it. And then some of the other students like, um, some people who had already, well, let's see, I must've been a junior because I remember seniors kind of telling me like what they were going to do and different things. And so I had these options or these ideas of what I wanted to do, but then ultimately I decided I want to make money. And so I went into the workforce, but once I graduated, um, and so I was applying for jobs, um, so you did
0: internships and you did research to kind of prepare you
1: well
0: no strangely
2: no because really my summers were dedicated to my research
1: okay Mm, okay so
2: any internship opportunities that were presented to me I turned them down because I was already obligated Mm. but I just knew I wanted to make money and so like (laughs) I um and then we'd have like the the companies would come and recruit and so I had like a ton of offers but I also knew Mm. I wanted to live in Atlanta And so Mm. mom's like, well, you don't have to settle. I mean, these were like big, nice companies too. And she's like, you don't have to settle. And so then I decided I don't want to work right now because when I start working, I'm just going to be working all the time. I'm not going to have a break. So I think I'm going to take a break and then I'm going to go work. But I, um, Mm -hmm. so Merrill Lynch, I applied to them, got an offer, didn't want to live in New York. So then they came back and was like, because I turned off offer down. They were saying, hey, do you want to do our internship instead? So it's like, hmm. oh, yeah, cool. I'll do the internship. Yeah. And it was like the best summer ever of my life. <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. Ever. And so I, I did that. And then I came home for my break, like uh, maybe like a six-month break. Because I remember homecoming was in October, it was my home first homecoming (laughs) back, yes, crazy. And I was getting ready for homecoming, and like my dad was telling me, he told me he was like, because I was was in Atlanta, and he told me, he said, Don't come back without a job. Oh, (laughs) I I didn't know I was bothering (laughs) y'all. Okay, I mean, he he straight up told me, like, so. I just started applying, like, um, because I stayed in Atlanta for maybe about two weeks. I stayed with my cousin. We were hanging. And so I just started applying to jobs, and I applied for AT&T. And so it's almost like the timing was right, because I probably would have missed that window had I not mm-hmm. been forced out the house. <laughs> <I don't know.
1: laughs> like, Hilarious.
2: Man. And then I started working at at and I didn't start there, though, until January.
1: What were you doing okay. at at and I'm curious, like, with these roles. You're like, oh, yeah, I just casually had a tech role at this company. Like, there are people who want <laughs> to be where you are right now. Like, oh, you know, man. what were you doing in these positions? It's
2: crazy because I thought I was going to be programming. Mm-hmm, like, I mm-hmm. thought I was just going to be a developer. And then I get into AT&T. Because at Merrill Lynch I did. I was on the back end. So I did mm-hmm. a lot of developing there. But it was an internship. So it was kind of catered to, there were other things that we did that that kind of, made a nice balance. So it didn't Mm -hmm. just feel Mm -hmm. like development, development, development. Then I get to AT&T. Well, most of their developers were contractors. They outsourced Mm -hmm. that work. Mm -hmm. So I was more so in project management, which I was like, oh, I I like this. I like this even Mm -hmm. better. And the team that I was on, we didn't, so I didn't manage a project. I managed projects. And so I worked with the project managers, the testers, anybody who was involved to make sure all the projects deployed as they they should have so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it was totally different than what i expected but then it still i still appreciated my computer science background because then i was able to have these conversations right. one thing i did do is there like a um Statue limitations. Where if I say something <laughs> now, Hello. I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> we can look it up, and you can tell us. Hey, take that one part out. therefore it's I got good. to go. Great. But I remember building this script. So when I, my time at at t we used Excel heavily. Like mm-hmm. I literally would track my projects green, red, yellow in Excel mm-hmm. spreadsheets. They've since um, done better, but it actually helped me learn to sell. So now I'm like this Excel guru because I didn't know it was so powerful, but we have, powerful. I, oh my gosh, it's crazy. But I would have to calculate the um contract hours versus employee hours on projects. And so there was mm-hmm. this long spreadsheet. I mean, we're talking thousands of lines. It literally doing it manually took like a day.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: It was a lot. And so yeah, I I, I did it maybe once, maybe twice. And after that, I wrote a script. I was like, this is crazy. Like, because exactly. it's still it's, it's the same stuff. It's just, I wrote a script script does it in what a couple of seconds
1: right <laughs> and i'm done for the week and
2: i'm yes and because what,
1: what,
2: it's sad because they would give it to me to do and then i remember once my manager's like oh i know you're working on that thing so you know um, i'm gonna leave you alone and i'm like yeah i'm working on that thing i, right. re- I was already done with that thing <laughs> but <laughs>
0: I, yeah. I
2: still kept my you know
0: you little, were still doing stuff. You had more time right.
1: to do stuff.
2: To do other stuff. Yeah.
1: And they pay you to be smart. They, they pay do. you for what you know and not for you and sitting behind a desk to, you know, punch out something that you've already figured out.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. So true. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. But yeah, it was just, it was all management. It was, I'd never had to program a day in my life there.
0: Oh, That's wow. That's Okay. So then what?
2: Then Cause... I got bored. <laughs> 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 i was like uh because you were there, making like,
0: money right you i was making, making money oh my gosh, making I
2: money moves. making money i was living in midtown atlanta I had oh you like, was doing it oh man it was crazy and then like the apartment that i stayed in um it was brand new and so like all the neighbors we do like wine and, they, the apartment would host wine and cheese on fridays sometimes wow. we have brunch and so we i got to know my neighbors and we literally all became like this gang and we would do Aww. everything together it was it was really really nice that's cool I, yeah i get off of work put on the bathing suit go to the pool because we're all at the pool because somebody's <laughs> grilling like it was crazy mm-hmm. it was crazy friday night if it's raining we're not she was going living out. the
0: life y'all that's living. what she's trying to tell y'all she it was living it was living. Amazing. A life. <laughs>
2: It it was, and then she got bored. And then I got (laughs)
0: because you can only you can only live that life for so long. It does run out. So many pool parties (laughs)
1: with Judy. I mean, only do that so many Mm. times. It it
2: just gets you know. (laughs) Well, I started at work. I felt like I started kind of losing my purpose a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. I wasn't giving back. Like AT and T does it as a corporation. But mm-hmm. I started losing my direct connection to community, so to speak, mm-hmm. and and so I, I I left. I went home, and then I started consulting. So wow. <laughs> okay, yeah, it, it was crazy, but it was so meaningful to me because now we're talking rural South Carolina. I never was exposed to computer science, um, so imagine the exposure that these students aren't are having or not having, and but the. Everybody wanted to do STEM. STEM was a buzzword now, mm-hmm. and robotics mm-hmm. was fun and new. And so I was able to go into these schools. I would train their faculty and staff. I build the programs, and I was able to just really just do stuff that was fun to me. But let give everybody let everybody else experience it.
1: That's amazing. And I was able I to charge them.
2: what I wanted to charge.
1: Hey, that's the okay. good
0: thing. <laughs> Still so, making money. Guess. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still making it. Okay. Trying to keep up with as much as I spent. <laughs> Trying.
0: Totally. Okay. So how did you know that consulting was even an option? Like, how did you even Ooh. come up with Ooh. this idea? Because it's not a like little- a logical thing to just be like, I'll right. just go home and consult with the K-12 right. K- school district.
2: Exactly. Yeah. I, I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> I remember <laughs> I was one of the um, principals at the time, Um, Dr. Gwen Cole. She just had all these things she wanted to do. And she's like, cause she knew my background. And so she was just asking me, could I do it? And then it was more of a, I know you live in Atlanta. And I'm like, "Uh, no, I'm home. And so it really, it just kind of happened mm. and it worked out it worked out for me but it worked out for her because i was able to do it full time versus part time cuz she had she just had stuff she wanted she knew she wanted her students to be able to do and then I, she allowed me to just shape what that was and y'all i remember one day i was t- cuz okay <laughs> teachers they and we, as faculty, it's, you already have what you want, what you need to do. You're already focused. So yep. don't give me anything else new. Well, mm-hmm. I was the something new. Right. And I would have <laughs> to have these trainings. And so this woman didn't come to my training. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, I talked to the principal about it and, you know, she's like, nope, she has to come. So you need to let her know. I need to let, y'all, I'm like 20, mm-hmm. what, three, four. I'm, and and I'm
1: about to tell this grown woman. Right. The grown man, whoever. Grown woman. <laughs> <laughs> grown woman. And
2: I'm like, Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I get myself together and I go tell I'm like, yes, um, Miss, I don't even remember her name, but I'm like, yes, um, so this is really important. So I need you to be here because I have to have you show you this, S Y Z. And yo, she's like, okay. She's like, real. I'm like, whoa, this is totally different than what, what I was getting the pushback. This isn't the pushback I was expecting. Mm-hmm. And oh, I what I didn't tell you guys is my mom, the school that I was consulting at, my mom worked there. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. And so I'm like, hmm. I told her <laughs> and I turn around and my mom's just standing there like mm. looking real mean mm. at the lady like mm. you be. right like it was a straight up Mufasa Simba moment <laughs> <Okay>. yeah, <laughs> and I was All like hard. oh right so I, I didn't do it. <laughs> right. She gave, she was the big roar, and I was just, Aww. thought I was doing something. And yeah. But she, the lady came, the lady came to training. <laughs> so okay. something. And that was the, out. goal. That the outcome.
1: That was the so, outcome you needed. So I'm curious, but, like, what kinds of plans did you, or what kind of programs did you, like, yeah, put together?
2: Ooh, it was so cool. So, like, I, um, one thing I did, we, we did robotics. So we ordered the eyeball is what I used, um, when I did the spellbots, box. They didn't mm-hmm. have the eyeballs anymore. They were discontinued, but there was this robot dog called Janebo that was like a successor. And so we ordered one of those. Like I was just ordering stuff that I was familiar with. So we ordered the robot dog and then we let it like visit the classrooms with the students. Because one of the biggest things was exposure. Mm-hmm. Right. And then just have the robot greet you by name was blew everybody's mind. Oh, wow. Yes. And then I also was interested in video games. And so I, um sidebar in college, I made a video game for my brother because he played football, but he didn't like my game because he said it like a Nintendo, but you know, back then, that was Xbox and all the other things was out, right. so my little 2D graphics just uh-uh. didn't... It yeah.
0: nice enough, got it. It really?
2: wasn't nice enough, but I really? thought my game was real cool. It was, like, really dope. But anywho, <laughs> I saw, I was interested in game development, so we, we mm-hmm. did. We brought the video games, since we bought these huge TVs, wow. and then, but the, it, it was nice. The video games became... The students would play the games, but then there were STEM activities that went along with it. So, Mm. I mean, simple stuff, looking at the scores, doing, doing stats on the math, on on the numbers, on the scores, on different things. And so it just really was a way to, like, get kids to do stuff that they enjoyed doing, but then also see how to apply that to some educational component of something. Mm -hmm. And I was and so I was doing like literally stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. We did. a Oh, gosh, we had a robotics team. And Uh so, yes. And this was, so this was my main school, but then ultimately I did start saying, oh, I'm a consultant. And then I started going to all these other schools and I was traveling all across South Carolina. I even went into North Carolina. I was, (laughs) when I tell you I was hustling, I would drive two hours and come right back around and go somewhere else. And Mm. I was, I was grinding. Like I was grinding.
1: Yeah, you were.
2: I was, oh yeah, I can do it. (laughs) I was gone. I was on the road, but we had a robotics team, and what was super amazing—these students—they weren't the best performing students. Not all of them, because, but it wasn't because they weren't capable. But the way the traditional classroom setting just wasn't accommodating. Mm-hmm. And I had this little boy, y'all. He was my top top. We did Lego League, mm-hmm. uh, uh, first Lego League. He was my top person. He was like my he ran the show. Wow. He knew how to put the robots together. He knew how to do everything. Um, young black boy. He was so bad. <laughs> but no, when I tell you I had zero discipline problems. <laughs> zero discipline problems when they were with me
1: cuz he was mm-hmm. doing something he was interested in. He
2: exactly. Y'all, he mooned the class. <laughs> 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 Not my class. Right. Right.
1: He know how to act in your class.
2: Right. But he like pulled his pants down and yeah. Wow. And we had a competition that Saturday and I'm like, I'm telling, I am like, Dr. Cole, I need him. No. (laughs) I know this is serious, but you don't understand. Like I need him. You cannot suspend him. So then I'm like, well. What were they doing in the classroom where he wasn't engaged? Yeah, <laughs> and I was I'm trying sad. to flip it. But it's true because I literally needed him at that competition. Mm. And I don't know how she worked it out because he did come, but I like begged <laughs> her. <laughs> Be- but how do you like that's a serious offense? Like
0: Yeah. You know, I think I think it's something to talk about too, because we don't do a good job at like capturing students' attentions and in mm-hmm. spaces where they're just not, they're not happy. Like, exactly. yeah, we have to follow this prescribed curriculum. We have to do these things. But sometimes the outcomes that we get aren't that they are learning. It's exactly that they're rebelling.
2: Yep. And it sounds oh. like he
0: was rebelling in the other he classrooms. It's really sad. so true. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, it is sad, and um, because then you see all this potential that never gets noticed because it it just doesn't. Because now they're punished, they're suspended, they're this. They don't have these programs that kind of tailor to their strengths and.
1: And mm-hmm. they sometimes use it as a punishment to say, you can't go to the special program exactly. because you act because up. And you, it's,
2: right?
3: And yep. it's like,
1: hey, this is something that you know they're actually engaged in. And I don't know, for me, I was bad because I was talking because I was like, I'm bored, I've done the work. <laughs> oh man, I <laughs> was a talker. Yeah, was, I'm saying the same kind of disciplinary kind of yep. thing. But his outlet was, I'm just going that to move to class because this what is what else I need me. some entertainment.
2: That is true. Yep. And yeah. And it's not. And then even with like the students who are on, I think they're called IEPs, mm-hmm. but like the students, they like I would go to other counties. I didn't know these students. And mm-hmm. I remember I had a teacher. She's like, oh, my gosh, is that such and such? And he's explaining it and he's doing it. He's I was like, yeah, like they all are. And she's like, you don't understand this student, you know, receives these special services like this student. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. And and I think it was really nice, too, for me to come inside as an outsider because I was unbiased. I didn't know mm-hmm. what students were capable of. So mm-hmm. I spent all of them to do. And they really every student excelled because they loved it. They enjoyed it.
0: And you held that, them that, to a higher
1: standard. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, And that says something, too, about um, being quick to label students who have disciplinary problems as, you know, true. putting them kind of in these boxes of what they can and can't do, mm-hmm. you know. Yep.
2: Man, I remember being an ISS. <laughs> I was a talker.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, and in school suspension. I forgot. I was like, I yeah, know that acronym. Yeah. And I feel in like fear in my heart because I just heard it. I'm like, I feel like I'm in trouble. I can't it was trouble. Oh, I was yes. in trouble. Oh,
2: yes. And I um I was helping the lady, the teacher, well, whoever watched us, she was trying to do something, maybe make some flyers or something. So. Mm-hmm and she was just doing it wrong so i had to like <laughs> i was like this is not it so i just i started helping her because yeah, it's like I'm
1: bored. I'm just right. gonna do your job.
2: Yeah, let me just do your job. We're gonna it'll be it'll work out for both of us.
1: Yeah, I think <laughs> I've said that too on here. Like my teacher would have me turn in my work and then grade everybody's work. Like whatever. Yeah. Like what? I'm in second grade grading everybody else's <laughs> spelling. Like, yep, yep, because yep. Yeah, um, she was like, "I need you to do something." Like, because I was in, I was bothering her. You, like, yeah,
2: <laughs> you, you're
1: doing too much. <laughs>
2: But, and I would take
1: her papers home to grade. In oh, you had a job. Second to like, I want to mm. say maybe fifth grade. Like I would be taking papers home Mm-mm. to grade. We're we talking about this right home. like, so Kelly, I got your reading right here. Um. <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> like, I know you're good
1: for it. You know
0: your words. I know you got it. <laughs> I love all of this. I think it's wonderful. So were you still like living with your parents or did you find like somewhere else to live? Because your dad sounded like he wasn't excited about you being in his house. I
2: don't even, I don't, why? Which is weird. Like if y'all met my dad, y'all be like, that does not match Mm -hmm. at all. Same about mine. Mine too. That's your daughter. Right. Like, (laughs) excuse me. Mm -hmm. But no, I I did stay with him for a while. No, no, no. I I probably stayed with him in transition, but then I moved. So I was renting a house. And the funny thing about which was she home said she in was making money.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, I was, money yeah, reality. I was
2: able to go out on my own, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because I would come home and my mom would just be in my bed watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> my house, like, <laughs> they so, live here. Wait, right. <laughs> it was crazy. But it's also funny because I remember I actually had um I had appendicitis at one point, and I remember just oh, being no. so sick. And I was like, I'm staying home like (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I stayed home like I know I need to be here. And so I I did that. But then I did go. I went back to graduate school. No, before that. So when I did the master education, I did that to bridge the gap between what I knew as a computer scientist and the education piece, because I was so heavily involved in consulting. Mm -hmm. So that's why I did that program um but I was able to work and do it because it was an online program so it was easy to manage but then yeah it was really really easy to manage when I went to when I went to graduation I remember thinking I want to go back to my roots like I don't I'm not fulfilled like Mm. I almost felt like my degree wasn't hard enough oh
1: wow Mm. Mm. yeah
2: it was it was kind of crazy because I didn't really want to admit it but I was like I think I can do a little bit more like I can be a little bit more challenged. And so, which, because I learned a lot in that program and it's crazy how I almost forget I have that degree, but it shows up in like the work that I do now right. or just any work. Um, so I did learn, but I feel like I can, I, I was, I was feeling like a sellout. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I went back to grad school and they had this program. It was like, you could do it online, but you had to like stream your lectures. It was Oh gosh, it was horrible for me. It did not work out, so I moved back home because I um I went. I had to. So I was working. That's when I started working at Northeastern Technical College. Um, somewhere in between that phase. But I couldn't work full time and go to graduate school. Mm-hmm. Um, the the graduate director, I call up there and he's like, "Yeah, no, you can't do that." <laughs> and so, which now I see why. So I moved <laughs> back home and I'm like, "Oh, I gotta quit my job, so I'm gonna come home and I'm gonna go to I'm gonna do these take these classes." And I ended up still working a job part time because they asked me to stay on, so I did that. But it was manageable. But mm-hmm. school was hard. Mm. It was horrible and I remember trying to take my exams and mom's like we can't help you like I don't I don't know this stuff I cannot help you with it Mm. and I felt so alone and so disconnected and so I um I moved to campus I went to campus that next fall because this was in the spring and I moved that fall and then I started um started uh, not really again I just kept going I guess Mm. but it changed like everything hmm, it, community. It, it made it. Yeah. It's made yeah well yeah because
1: <laughs> you need like to later. be connected i can't imagine trying to get <laughs> any was- sort of graduate degree in computer science online i don't know how people yeah. do it i, I gotta either. talk to people we need to sit down we need to look at the same piece of paper exactly
2: like i need to be able to go to my professors who i didn't know virtually right, but now right. now i know you and i can oh hey i need and they were helpful as much as they could be but i didn't even know how to asked for the support. I didn't mm-hmm. know what I was doing. It was just like this is this is not good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> At that's, all. That's amazing coming from you who's someone who's like mm, I'm just going to create this whole career out of nothing.
2: Right. <laughs> Listen, I was drowning. <laughs> I was struggling like to the point where I called um called advisor graduate director. He was like my real he was really instrumental in a lot of like getting me through. And I was like I'm not doing good. I need to withdraw from these classes. I'll come back in this um in the fall and then we can start over. He's like, nope, I was taking two classes. It was like, focus on this class. And he was teaching the other. He's like, I'll give you an incomplete. Mm-hmm. And then that way you can just focus. Mm-hmm. And that really because he was, he was like, We don't, you if you don't have to have the W's, let's not do it. Let's just right. go ahead. And so yeah. And then I ended up making an A in that first class. And then I think he ended up giving me a B, but I think I should have got an A. But yeah, you, know, <laughs> it, you <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my B. Right.
0: <laughs> Irrelevant at this point.
1: Yes, at this point, point, right.
2: So, and I got all my work into him later after the fact, and he allowed me to do it, and then I was good after that. Uh, It wasn't easy. That that's not what I mean by good. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but But you could do it. I could do it, and I had help. I could get help. I could um, go sit in my professor's office and get the help that I needed, then. He even told me it's like we'll reserve a TA spot for you when you come, and so mm-hmm. I was able to do that, That's and good. yeah, it worked out.
0: Okay, so you did. Obviously, since you did your PhD, that I means some point you transitioned from taking all these courses to I'm going to do research. So what what was that like? What did you research?
2: Research was fun. I did. I wanted to do educational robotics, so I wanted a robot tutor, and I was working uh, with an advisor. And he, um, Dr. O'Kane, he he did robotics, but what I wanted to do didn't quite align with what, what was happening in his lab, but he was still willing to allow, to assist me as he could. But then Janae Beer came on as new faculty and mm. that's, she was doing the human factors, psychology engineering. And so it it just was a perfect match. And so I reached out to her when she came and and then I joined her lab and it, it just went really, really, really well. Mm-hmm. So she got me the robot that I, we got the, um, actually one of those now she got me a <laughs> now and that's what I use for my research. Mm-hmm. And I remember when it came in and it came out, I was like, can I take it home? And she's like, yeah, sure. And I'm so glad I asked her that because then it snowed and we were out of school for like three days. And oh, I wow. Yes. <laughs> And my snow day was amazing because <laughs> I played with a robot <laughs> all
0: I love day, all night, day straight. I go love phone. how you have one sitting behind you right now, like yes. watching over you. I, love, I yeah. know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. A little creepy, but I'm going to go with it. <laughs> <I> like <laughs> it.
1: the robot's making sure everything stays
0: at the level it needs to Just stay. Just making sure
2: we're good. But my students stay. It's creepy, like when I'm virtual teaching. Yeah,
0: oh, really? <laughs> I, I mean it's it's, it's like it's looking in my soul.
2: <laughs> Has yeah. a smile.
0: I can't see that. I see <laughs> a hole.
2: You gotta turn your head like this, and then you can yeah. see it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, that's as about as much as the robot is doing these days is sitting there unplugged, turned off.
0: Yeah. Wh- mm. Oh. Yeah. What? why?
1: What happened?
2: Ah. I- don't work. have time for research at the moment.
1: <gasps> yeah, we're going to get into that part. In the I want to okay. know. Oh, no, yeah. I want to know now. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can. All
0: right. Well, we okay. to wait. Tell me what's going on. What are okay. you doing?
1: All right. Well,
2: I'm um, now the department chair. Whoa. Oh. Yes.
1: Oh, <laughs> thank you.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> right. Roll back. We need to
1: re-record record your intro. Re-record your intro well, because
0: no. I, yeah. Let's roll back the tape. <laughs> Dr. Lyles went on yes. to become Dr. Lyles and got a faculty position at Claflin University. Yeah, right? Yes. Yes. How long have you been at Claflin? So I am
2: four years. I'm in my fifth year now and I started I did my first year as an instructor so I still was a grad student and then I moved on to assistant professor and then last summer well last May I got promoted to associate professor. And then in August, I became chair.
1: You better go. Oh, my <laughs> word.
2: It's all happening so fast. Oh, my goodness. Like, it's literally just like that's favor.
3: favor. <laughs> Up-hill. Like, it's favor. Like degree angle.
2: <laughs> right. It's favor. And what's funny, grad school, my whole tenure there, I'm like, my advisor was like, oh, you should go in academia. You're going to be wonderful. And I was like, uh, no, I'm going to work. I'm going back to the industry. What are you talking about? And I mean, we would literally have these debates. Mm-hmm. And then the day I defended, I had to apologize because I was like, you were right. Mm-hmm. My bad. Because <laughs> when I went, I remember Dr. Gilbert, he was like, write the list of everywhere you want to work.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I wrote schools. I could not write companies. Anytime mm-hmm. I even tried, like, well, maybe let me open it. I was like, I can't write it. I couldn't even write it on the paper. Mm-hmm. It, I couldn't. And so, yeah, that hmm. and so, I, I never knew fully that I was going into academia until yeah very late in my graduate school career. Now I knew I wanted to do STEM truck stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, didn't know it was gonna be STEM truck. Thought it was yes. Yeah, let's talk
0: about the STEM oh. truck. You were okay. doing STEM truck esque stuff already, driving yep. yes. around mm-hmm. the state. So
2: okay. yeah, so the consultant kind of guided what the STEM truck is today, because the idea of the STEM truck is that we bring your resources, we bring the personnel, we literally bring everything you need. And as a consultant, I would have to say, tell the principals, oh, I need you to buy X, Y, Z. So it's just almost another barrier. Mm
3: -hmm. And Mm
2: -hmm. the STEM truck doesn't have that because we have what you need. But the awesome thing about it is we're mobile. So we're a mobile STEM classroom, and then we can literally go anywhere um, at any time. Provided I have like a driver and like workers, that's a whole nother, mm. yeah, issue, <laughs> but, um, but that's this consultant is what kind of prompted the, and then plus I couldn't scale as a consultant because it mm. was just me. And so now the stem truck, although I only have one truck now, the goal is to expand and have more trucks, but it's the same, it'll be the uh, maybe not the same program, but the similar program. And so it can kind of, I can scale. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's that's really important because I still can only serve so many people at so many times in any given moment. Mm-hmm. Um, So that that limits my reach. But the stem truck started as a box truck. And we <laughs> it was when when I think back and look at pictures, it was so dangerous and <laughs> creepy. <laughs> I mean, we had people in the box of the truck. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah, it, that wasn't I don't know if that was OK, but we left the top open. <laughs> <laughs> so they could breathe. So okay. they could breathe. And you know, not feel like they were getting kidnapped.
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs>
2: but we got like It was crazy. My dad gave me a box truck. And I we turned the inside into a classroom. Mm-hmm. And it was actually really, really nice. Like I did the walls, we did the floor. My mom, and my sister, they helped me. And we um we got it painted. And so we did, it was more like a proof of concept. So mm-hmm. we, we used that and it and, and, and it worked. Surprise! Mm. Not surprisingly, because I kind of had high hopes. But now, when I see where I am now, I'm like, "That worked!" Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. And so we did that. And then my mom's like, "You know what you need? You need an RV." Mm.
3: Because with
2: the RV, I didn't have to have. So with the the box truck, we need that Stemi. That's we call her Stemi. Oh. And so Stemi <laughs> needed a generator. Stemi no. needed heat uh we had portable air conditioners yeah like that's a lot everything it was a lot
0: and then you forget one thing yeah oh
2: the one thing that i forgot when we first launched i had a checklist because remember, i'm a virgo i had my checklist (laughs) i had everything you need to do this you do this i did everything but put gas in the truck (laughs) so like the truck broke down the first day And then we realized because there was no gas. Oh no. I mean, I didn't put gas in the generators. Like mm-hmm. everything, I had everything, but the one important thing was the gas. Okay, the tr- it's okay. It's okay. It was crazy. So fast forward, I was like, oh, okay, I love that idea. Sounds good. Um, and I went and got an RV. And COVID, I actually did it what, 2020, summer 2020. Mm-hmm. Um covid kind of allowed me to be home and work on it because i was able to work from i was working from home um so it kind of and it allowed me to put a halt on like steel truck operations because Mm -hmm. we were everything was closing right you couldn't be around people and so i bought an rv and didn't know anything about buying rvs and I did some research and then I called my girlfriend up. I was like, girl, let's go look at, I need to go shop for RVs. Can you come with me? But I don't want to tell people what I'm doing. Cause you know, people are like, what are you doing? What you trying to do? And it, mm-hmm. it's just, it, people get yeah. in your business too much. And so I was like, let's just tell them we want to do like some glamping. And we're just going to, cause I knew I wanted to gut it. So I needed those answers. Like, can I gut it? Is it? So mm-hmm. we we're like, we just want to glamp. And so we had this whole storyline and we went around <laughs> and we went shopping yeah. and she like took the story. Like it just was gone with me, you know, and so we, um, I didn't get an RV in Columbia. Um, it, was, it wasn't it was really, I didn't find a bargain, but what it did was help me to kind of see the different types. People were really helpful with answering our questions. So then I went back online and had a more informed search of what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Then one day I called my mom and said, like, we need to go to the beach. We got to hit all these spots and search for RVs. So we did that and we looked and we didn't really find anything. And so then I actually found a place in Matt B. Found the perfect RV because um, I didn't want it. I didn't need it brand new. I didn't want it too old. But I didn't need it brand new. So that kind of helped me with money. And then I gutted it, and now I have Steamy 2.0, and Aww. it's it's that crazy, so
0: fun. It's I,
2: fun, and it's a headache. So I, I would know. love
0: yeah. to rip apart an RV. That that's totally a thing I would do.
2: You would like that part. I
0: but would like I saw... to instruct people to part point... in the way no, that Kyla I would like, would like it. to enjoy it after it's been ripped apart. No, 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 no. No, I
1: would I would design the insides. I to point point a but I'm not doing the labor because oh. I don't
2: so yeah. I had to do the labor because I tried to find and I saved my money. I was like, all right, I got a goal, I got a plan. This is my money. This is what I'm using for the stem truck. So I was ready to pay contractors, I was ready to pay whoever to just do it. I couldn't find help
0: right oh, wow. i
2: had scheduled meetings with people they wouldn't show up mm-hmm. i had one man came he did something and then left and i mean he didn't even tell me he left oh. like, he just left yeah <laughs> And never came back yeah and so i was like you know what i can either sit here and just sit here or i can go out and i just went and i started well okay for let me rewind before i gutted it i told my dad he can have it for a month because he, he was like, You need to let me keep it. I was like, You got a month. He wanted to
1: keep yeah. it. Have all your fun. Have, have all, all your fun. Your fun. <laughs> and y'all,
2: we would go. So I'm from Bennett's, we don't really have restaurants. So we have to go out. To the, we would drive the RV. <laughs> it was so ghetto. <laughs> we drive Aww. the RV to the restaurants. The whole family load up. It was actually fun. That I sounds like
0: fun. Karina. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways. <laughs>
2: That sounds
1: like fun to me.
2: It was fun, but I did. One day I had to go because I needed measurements. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm about to leave in a minute. The restaurant's going to close. So I'm like, well, I got to go because I got to get these measurements. So I literally was forced to go because I needed to take measurements so I wow. could do the, what I bought the thing for. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. But so now, I eventually gutted it.
0: But and in, in the process of doing all this, you got grant money, to fund some of the work that you're doing. Do you have sponsors?
2: Well, yes and no. So I literally did everything out of pocket. Wow. Everything out of pocket. And um I I made it work. And so I had this vision and I, and I gutted it myself. So I literally went in and just started unscrewing stuff. And whatever <laughs> fell apart, it fell apart. <laughs> and it literally was easier than I thought. And I was like, oh, I'm glad I didn't pay anybody for this because they would have charged me an arm and a leg. And I did it myself. And then I, um, so I did a lot of the work myself. In mm-hmm, fact, I mm-hmm. still have a room that's not done. One day I'm going to get back there. I don't know when. But anywho, so no, I did, I paid for everything myself. I, um, then I started. So what I would do is charge for the service, and then that's how I could use the money to put it into put it back into the truck and do mm. some things. Now Boeing had Boeing South Carolina. They do give me a donation yearly oh, um, wow. because of the work that I'm doing. So they're excited about it, and so they they've started helping some. And then um, there's another organization that just um, in fact is kind of crazy because. I can't, I got to do the invoice before I can get the donation. But Mm -hmm, she just reached mm -hmm. out and said, I need to, um, they're going to give me a donation. But yeah, yeah, but I'm like, I'm HR, I'm PR. I'm yeah, manager. You're an entrepreneur.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm going to
2: get to that. (laughs) But I started doing these virtual escape rooms.
0: Oh,
1: in the true. wake
2: of COVID, yeah, you they know were what? One of your
1: students was telling me, I'm putting the, one of the generation next students was like, my mentor does these virtual escape rooms. Yeah. I'm yep. like, oh, we might do. I put the dots together. Okay. Yes, it was <laughs> me
2: because, and, and they would, they would run them, like they would host them for me virtually mm-hmm. all through Zoom and I, I would build them and I had a lot of fun actually building them, but they took off way Faster than I thought it would. It was just something to do to provide programming in the midst of COVID.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: they're still like, well, we're still in COVID too, but I'm still doing my virtual escape rooms because mm-hmm. they really, people really enjoy them.
0: That's really so, awesome. Yeah. So you're, you're doing it all as department chair, faculty member, yes. entrepreneur, all the yes. things. Community builder. <laughs> That I
2: don't know about that last part. (laughs) I'm working on trying to stay sane, but woo it but the nice thing about it, a lot of it kind of it there's a synergy in all the work that I do, so it it does mesh well. Mm -hmm. Um, but so but so sometimes it's a lot, and so I'm trying to make sure I build in my breaks and just build in my me time Mm -hmm. um to help me try to stay sane because yeah, but like there's a attention that the sound truck needs right now that it's not getting because i I just can't yeah um and I didn't mention that I launched a smart home at clap oh wow yes which is fun and it's gonna start me back doing research somewhat I'll just be kind of overseeing but not directly
1: involved but um that's pretty cool so which, I, I got this dictionary like. right here and I was looking up doing the most and <laughs> I saw your, picture. your picture is right. <laughs> before the definition it is mm. right here mm. <laughs> mm.
2: i know I, I just and it's 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 crazy because i don't know how
1: but that's yeah, a ama- like all these things are like fun things that like you said have like a synergy fun. so they yeah. are all related and they're not these like kind of desperate things right it, it's like what am i doing today what, what's happening But no, all of these are exciting, but I I can definitely tell, like, you know, it's like, all right, it's tiring today. (laughs) Yes.
2: Yes. Mm
3: -hmm. Yes.
2: And I have to be careful that it doesn't take a toll on my health because stress and all that weighs in. And I I remember thinking, oh, my stress, I handle it well. You know, I just, you know, it rolls off and I'm good. Uh, My body was like, yeah, no, you're stressed. Oh, You're not good. So... I'm trying to learn how to be mindful of that, I haven't mastered it yet, but trying to figure out what that means because I don't know how to detect that I'm stressed or when I'm stressed. Mm. So
0: well, even the fact that, that you've acknowledged it as something that you're aware that you do is mm-hmm. a huge step in the right direction. So I'm happy to hear you, you say that and that you're thinking yes. about yourself and prioritizing your health because yeah, we don't do we that enough. To, we we don't, don't do it enough. No. Yeah.
2: And the problem is you think you can keep pushing through, but then once you're in crisis mode, your body literally shuts down. And
0: yeah. then what? And then so, what? Yeah. And you don't have any more of you to give.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah. I always tell my students, you can take two kinds of breaks, voluntary or involuntary. So you can choose exactly. to take a break or you're just going to be out of commission. Exactly. You can't, you can't schedule the out of commission one because your nope. body is just going to take a break without you and your consent. And you so. can't do
0: anything. Come so, yeah. I guess- my next question, and maybe one of our last questions is, mm-hmm. what's next? Like, where do you see this all taking you? you department chair. So like, yeah. where are you going? Where are we going? <laughs> I'm coming. Where we you, going? you coming.
2: Yeah, I need you. <laughs> I don't know because I didn't know I was going to be chair. Like, Eventually I did, um, especially because some of the stuff I was doing in the department, it just kind of made sense but i didn't know like i had no desire to be chair like i wanted it when it got close to the time and then i'm like because i even I was like um i was approached by the provost and i was like yeah no no thank you i'm good <laughs> and then but then i started the stuff i was doing i was like oh yeah um it's making sense and then it mm-hmm. allowed me to kind of shape things the way i think they will work best for our students and i didn't see that happening and so i say that to say yeah i wasn't planning on being chair and i'm not planning on being dean
1: either <laughs> i <laughs> so, mean <long laughs> just, you ain't planning on being an academia you, plan on you know what chair. you're right you keep saying these things you don't plan on you doing. know what i'm not
2: planning on being a billionaire <laughs> <Me neither>. <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know what's next um right now I'm really excited about the programs that I'm trying to kind of launch within the department. I'm Mm -hmm. super excited about that and where it's going to take the students and the faculty. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really want to enjoy this moment um, and and, kind of live out this dream a little Mm -hmm. bit. So I'm hoping that that can happen, but um, we'll see because people are saying things and I'm like, no, back away. It's Mm -hmm. not going to happen. Get back.
1: Yeah. So, Millions of people <sighs> can't be wrong. I mean, it can, but you know your colleagues who <laughs> hopefully you know. We I'm retiring in three years.
2: <laughs> three years. Three
0: years. <laughs> it didn't work like that. You you're supposed to say I can't retire in three years. That's that's how. Yeah, we got to do the opposite. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I cannot yes. retire I, ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. But I'm trying. I'm learning now, especially mm-hmm. the older I get, to just kind of go with the flow, ride right the wave. Don't have a plan because yeah. So I'm learning how not to, and it, that drove me crazy for a long time. And it's not because I purposely didn't have a plan. I really couldn't figure out what was next. I couldn't see what was next. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't, I I'm a Virgo. No, I need to know A right. plus B leads to C. Like there's no, and I, I didn't have that. So I'm learning how to be in that moment and just enjoy the present. Mm-hmm. Um, Still, you know try to be mindful about what could happen in the future so I could be prepared for it. But I really, I really don't know where, cause I mean, I'm actually okay with doing a chair for a while and then just going back to faculty. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, I would get a lot of time back.
1: Yeah, you <laughs> would. <laughs> oh, Are you enjoying not teaching as chair or do you teach?
2: So I, I teach, I had a reduced load. Okay. Um, But it was hard. It was very, very hard to manage being chair and trying to, Keep, my, my classes kind of took a bad burner, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, I had great students who were independent enough slash smart enough to to kind of carry the course a little mm-hmm. bit. But mm-hmm. um, they did take a it because it, I couldn't I couldn't figure out how to manage both. It was hard.
0: Yeah. So amazing. I
2: think I'm kind of getting away from teaching, even though I really did love teaching. But I'm not sad that I'm kind of moving away because I'm finding other ways to reach the students um, yeah. and I'm able to be creative about that. So I'm you're still making an
0: going. impact
2: yeah, definitely
0: a and hero. now on
2: a little broader yeah so yeah. I like that
0: yeah. So yeah, let's we'll see if people want to connect with you, how do we tell them to do that? Where can we find you on the internet?
2: I was about to make a
1: bad joke, but I... what <laughs> <laughs> I like bad jokes.
2: <laughs> I was trying to say find me on OnlyFans. fans
1: uh-uh. I was, just, <laughs> I was just playing. <laughs> Just playing chair. She she bought her money. So this is it's on brand. It is on brand.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm kidding. Bad joke, bad joke. No. Um, I am on Instagram at Dr. K Lows, and then I'm on Facebook as Karina Laues, but then the Stem Truck is on Facebook at Stem Truck and also on Instagram at at Stem Truck. And the students apparently do some have some other cooler social media. Things so maybe one day I will too. But yeah,
1: okay. we will put all of these linked in the um, the webpage for the episode so people can Thank go through you. and just you know
0: be able to click through all your stuff.
2: Yes, this was fun. Yes, was definitely so
0: fun. Thank you for taking time out of your day to Thank meet with you. us after all this time. I'm so glad we got your story. I'm so glad. Yes, I'm so honored. And I'm happy to just see your face because it's been it's been way too long. Too long. It's been way too long. Yeah. As always, you can find us on our website, modernfigurespodcast.com.
1: Send your questions to ask us at modernfigurespodcast.com.
0: And follow us on Twitter. Kyla is at Dr. Underscore Kyla and I am at Jeremy Waysom.
1: Visit modernfiguresinc.com to learn more about our nonprofit organization aimed at promoting and engaging with women and girls interested in science, technology, engineering, mathematics, and of course, computing.
0: Until next time, stay moisturized, hydrated,
1: Mind your business
0: and protect your peace.